<laughs> are you <laughs> are you in the zone yeah is that the hands you make this when is... you go into the zone <laughs> yes the recording zone the recording zone you got into it pretty good thank you we're recording now oh let me do my thing <laughs> are you ready that sounds like <laughs> That sounds like laser. I know, but I know people who can do it, and I can't figure out how to do it. The pew, pew, pew. I don't know. <laughs> now, now I'm just a robot. It's fine. Just be ready. Imagine air horns. Okay. Imagine um, you're at a I sporting can probably event. Added in some air horns. Uh, do that. Probably not. But do it now. <laughs> <laughs> like do it way after the fact. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Maybe. We'll see. Oh, we're hyped today. We are hyped. We haven't seen each other in I person for so long. It's nice. It's nice. It's good. We're in a new or- newly organized office, too. Yeah. So it's got a little bit of a new, fresh vibe. Oh, yeah. We don't have um, sheets yeah. hanging over us. No, like, death traps yes. to walk through or around. You guys, we're legit now. No, we're not. Not even close. <laughs> But with your patronage, we can be. Oh, yeah. No. We're not here to talk about uh, you donating us money if you want to. It's at Patreon. <laughs> but uh, Kenzie's going to tell me a story today. I am going to tell you a story. Super hype. It's about drugs. Ooh. We're going to talk about drugs. I love um, uh, this a This is a drug. dare. This is a dare program. Don't do drugs, kids. Did you, you know, have dare? dare? Yeah, it did the exact opposite. They taught you to do drugs? No, I mean, like, the people who took dare as, like, a course uh-huh. were statistically higher at risk for trying drugs because they knew more about it. No. Yeah. Yeah. Those are those are real life statistics, y'all. I did dare and I didn't do drugs. Are you sure about that? Until, like, two <laughs> years ago. And that drug is legal now, so it's fine. So it's not about the dare program? It wasn't about the D.A.R.E. program. I was in the D.A.R.E. program for the shirt. You know, I was too, honestly. <laughs> actually, actually, it wasn't optional at my school. We were all in the D.A.R.E. program. Oh, okay. But I was very excited about that shirt. Parents had to sign you up for a D.A.R.E. Oh, I don't think they signed us up. Anyway, uh, not about D.A.R.E. Okay. It is about drugs. Okay. Um, probably shouldn't do drugs, though. Yeah, don't do drugs. Unless, unless the doctor prescribes them. Unless... Or you find yourself alone in a war with your entire unit's supply of amphetamines. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I mean, that, if then you're going to do okay. drugs, do, do them during war. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. that's exactly what uh, IMO... <laughs> nope, I said it wrong. I even wrote down phonetically how to say it. <laughs> IMO Koivunen did. IMO Aimu. Aimu Koivunen. Koivunen. But it's spelled A-I-M-O. Okay. Uh, so anyway, he did that. Is he Russian? No, he's Danish. He's oh, from Denmark. Okay, okay. And, but he did it in 1944 while fighting Stalin's Russian army. Oh. Yep. So, uh, really epic story. But there's a lot of lead up before we actually okay, get to the okay, drug, okay. the drug part. Tell me about my boy. <clears throat> well, actually, this is just gonna be. Oh shit. I almost fell over the same time you just... <laughs> I'm on the ball. Sorry, guys. My pop filter fell. Your pop popped. My pop popped. Okay, so, um, and also it's not Danish, it's Finland. <laughs> We're starting off so good. I'm sorry. I was thinking Finland. I just said the Finnish. I just said the wrong thing. Finland. 
Finland, mm-hmm. not Denmark, mm-hmm. Finland, Finland, had been at war with Russia since 1939 during like, so this would be World War II, uh-huh. but they'd been at war with Russia since 1939, except for a brief break in 1940 to 1941, um, because Russia wanted some of their land. Okay. They wanted some ports and land near St. Petersburg. And uh, some spots in the far north that had once been the Russian Empire, but now were, like, broken up. So, Stalin's like, I want that back. Yeah. And Finland's like, no. Stalin wants that prime land, man. Yeah, so they actually used to have it. Like, Stalin had, well, not Stalin, Russia had that Mm -hmm. land. And then when he said he wanted it back, they were like, no, no, been there, done that, not happening. Um... But it was actually kind of cool. So they were fighting the this huge Russian army, basically all by themselves at this point. And they were the complete underdogs, but they continuously just pissed off Stalin with their stubborn resistance. And this became known as the Winter War, or Talvisota in Finnish. I like it. I mean, not war, but like the name. No. The Winter but, War. Yeah, the Winter War makes me think of Winter Soldier. So I like it. Yeah, you know I like it. Yeah, maybe Bucky was there. I was. <laughs> so anyway. Bringing it back to nerdy. Yeah, but, okay, so they're fighting this big war, but despite their small size, they actually had the upper hand when it came to knowledge of the terrain. Okay. So they would unleash units of mobile ski troops <gasps> upon the Soviet soldiers, ambush them, and then ski back into their forests. This is insane. All it makes me think of is that that game, that skiing game on Microsoft computers in the 90s. Do you remember that? You'd be skiing down the slope and there'd be trees and then there'd be like a Yeti. Oh my God, no. I used to play, it was like a snowboard game. And one of the, like the only song I feel like that played was Let's rock around, let's rock around. But it was a snowboard ski game. I think it was on like the PlayStation or the PS2 or something like that. Yeah. But Ski Soldiers to me sounds like it could be its own game. You know, I I feel like it could be. So they would Modern Warfare Ski Soldiers. Ski, yeah, Ski Ski Unit. Call of Duty <laughs> Ski Style. Yes, I love it. But you know what? It that could happen because it was based on real life. Yeah. And they would cause all this physical di- damage, but more than that they used psychological warfare to their advantage because the the Russians had no idea where they were. They're in these forests and mm-hmm. they had no idea where these people would come from. Right. And they were actually afraid. I mean, I, you, to be fair, like a person on skis coming at me in the middle of nowhere is scary. But imagine if they had weapons also. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But unfortunately, though, they could not hold off forever on sheer stubbornness. And in early 1940, they ceded the land Stalin demanded. Boo. However, as Stalin grew ever more preoccupied with a little man known as Hitler, Mm. (laughs) the Finns hatched a plan. Yeah, so this part, you know, it's, it's, it's a little iffy, but I can understand what I'm about to say. Okay. So they hated Stalin fiercely, Mm -hmm. and they stubbornly refused to join his side. So they ended up joining forces with Hitler to invade the Soviet Union on the basis of the enemy of my enemy is my friend. That's fair. Kind of a thing. So I'm like, when I read that, I was like, kind of want to judge them on that. You know, no one should side with Hitler. But really, I mean, like, when you think about it, they're choosing 
what they think is the lesser of two evils yeah. because they've already like this man Stalin they've already been dealing with for years so yeah. he is the top of their list yeah kind of a thing you do they're, what you have to they're do. choosing between their dictators yeah um which dictator is a threat to me in this moment exactly so they decided to put their focus on fighting the one that posed the greatest immediate threat mm-hmm. and they actually they did know they were making a deal with the devil and they put some terms out for themselves too did they have a, a pr or a lawyer basically like they they insisted they were only interested in getting their land back they weren't interested in hitler's message okay. they didn't want to fight for him outside of their own borders okay they just needed his forces to beat russia so they they still kind of like they used him to their advantage uh-huh. but didn't really help him much in return okay which which i'm surprised he went for but i well he he needed any numbers because at this point this was in the 40s so at this point he was starting to lose yeah so he needed anything he could to beat russia even if that meant finland who would really only fight against the russians yeah like they weren't they weren't rounding up jews in fact they were actually a lot of people in finland were hiding jews interesting and they were like they were like no we're not really doing that part of this we just want to fight russia okay so hitler was pretty desperate to go with a country that was yeah. no no outside gain other than numbers yeah exactly um but in the end after fighting for 900 days in saint petersburg Oof. called lenin that was leningrad then oh yeah um the soviets pushed the germans and the Finns out and at this point the soviets began to push their way into finland oh. which brings us to our friend emu koivinen okay koivinen what's up yeah so our boy emu was on ski patrol near the Russian, the Russian port city of Murmansk. I don't know if I said that right, That's but fair. whatever. In March of 1944, mm-hmm. when his unit was attacked and surrounded, <gasps> so Koivinen, along with a few of his comrades, managed to escape on their little skis. Oh my gosh! And then he was tasked with carrying the group's supply of pervitin, which is an early version of amphetamines. And it was at this point, it was, they were fairly new. The army had started giving them out so that people who were like on long patrols or whatever uh-huh. could stay awake. Do you, okay, so just like in that episode of NADPOD that we listened to in the mountains where they had that like, that, what did they call it? Oh, the, the pep sticks. The pep sticks. Yes, it's that. It's, it's that. Yeah, except it's a pill. And but it, yeah. It gave them like, it was basically methamphetamine. Yeah. So it gave them energy. Get, get, got to, them hype. Yep. It was speed. Yeah. Yeah. So they could get through the night. They wouldn't be falling asleep. They could do their guard duty. Whatever it was they needed to do. That's insane. Yeah. Uh, so Emo had these pills. He's been skiing for hours and hours after narrowly escaping this harrowing situation with uh-huh. the Russians. He's tired and he's drained and he's starting to fall behind. Oh my God. Oh my God. So he... He decides he's got to take one. Yeah. While skiing and in the near darkness, uh, with I'm assuming gloves on, he pulls out the bottle to take one, but it won't come out. But what does he do? What does he do? The only logical thing, he just upends the whole bottle into his mouth. Oh my God. All 30 pills. (gasps) No, that could kill you. Yes. So obviously he had no idea what this could do or would do to his body. Oh my god. And yes, you're right. Taking that many amphetamines would kill most men. But Aimu 
he's just in a league of his own. Okay, yeah, you'd have to be. <laughs> because it didn't kill him. Holy he, shit. It, it was still maybe just as terrifying as dying. So what happened is he took the pills. He had a short burst of energy. He was feeling a little better. He's like, all right, all right, cool. And then just like with any other drugs, he started tripping balls. <laughs> and then he lost consciousness. Okay. So when he woke up, he found himself alone. And his fellow soldiers had left him behind. I'm assuming they probably thought he was dead. Yeah. Or that he was going to die and there was nothing they could do. Yeah. Uh, he had no supplies other than a small amount of water, his rifle, his skis, and the clothes on his back. He's in the Finnish wilderness. He's in a forest. Oh, my it's God. It's winter. So it's like negative degrees out. Uh-huh. And he's all hopped up on speed and he's surrounded by the enemy. So... He, tra- he straps on his trusty skis and takes off into the night. And on this crazy, drug-induced adventure, he eluded Soviet soldiers. He survived negative-degree winter nights. Multiples. No shelter. He ate a bird raw. No. no. He did that. He ate a bird. No. He's so hardcore, I can't even. Yeah, I know. Oh, and then he set off a landmine. What? Yeah. Like, did he... Like, he step, did he step on it? I'm assuming he skied over it. Oh, my God. I don't know. Uh, but drive-by landmine. Yeah. Ski-by. Ski-by landmine. Ski-by landmine. Uh, however, it, he, there weren't any enemies around when this, when this happened, so all he did was injure himself, because even drugs can't help against landmines. Yeah. So he was still injured, but he still didn't die. He... Lay in this ditch for several days. Jesus. Days. Waiting to be rescued. And he's still high AF. Because it's still, there's there was so much in his system. Oh my god, oh my that god. That just like wasn't leaving. And when it finally became clear to him that no help was coming, he got back on his skis and continued on. Of course. What having been blown do? up by a landmine. And he had no idea where he was going either. Yeah, he's just randomly. Did he have? He didn't have a compass or anything. He's he just, no, he had. Like I said, he had his rifle, his skis, the clothes on his back, and a small amount of water, which I'm assuming by this point he drank. It's. I mean, he's in the snowy wilderness, right? Yeah, he so probably, he'd like, be okay with water, yeah. I think, but like everything else. There's not many raw birds hanging around, right? I'm just imagining him trying to catch a bird on his ski. Like, he's on his skis and he's, like, jumping trying to catch birds or something. I can't... Do you think he shot it and then ate it? Or Probably. Or he just... What if he just did, like, the whole wait and capture thing? Yeah, like, if he just caught it and then just ate it? I don't know, because oh, he was so also... Bad. He was so... Also so crazy out of his mind on these drugs, yeah. too. And he also just went into survival mode. Like, I doubt he even really remembers much of what happens like insane so anyway he traveled 250 miles on skis tripping balls injured and in the freezing winter weather i bet those drugs kept him alive though oh yeah so when he was finally found he was taken to a finnish hospital where his heart rate was measured at 200 beats per minute your heart rate is supposed to be between 70 and 100 or it's supposed to be, like, no more than, like, 80 or something, really. Like, for, like, healthy. That, okay, that's insane. Mine was uh, at one, 
between 170 and 180 throughout the whole pregnancy. Yeah, and you were not well. No, I was not well. <laughs> but even then, like, it was hard to even sleep because my heart was going yeah, so fast. Mine was 130 when I was sick once and they yeah. hospitalized me. Yeah. So, like, 200 beats per minute. And then he... And how long had it been that way? Yeah. So, he'd also lost a ton of weight because... It also boosted, like, his metabolism so much, and he was just on pure adrenaline for yeah. so long. He, Snow and bird doesn't do much for your it muscle. It doesn't do much. He was only 94 pounds when they found him. Oh, my God. And I don't think he was out there for really, like, it's not like he was out there for months. Yeah. He was out there for, I don't know, a week or two, maybe. Like, not, like, long, but not really that long for him to have lost that much weight. That's crazy. Um, But the drugs did it. But then... He made a full recovery, and he lived for another 45 years, dying at age 72 in 1989, the year we were born. That's our year. No. Like, I'm not saying he made a deal with the devil, but he definitely made a deal with someone while he was tripping. Hell because yeah. Because there's no other explanation. Oh my gosh. Um. So, <laughs> most of the information came from this website called dorkages.com <laughs> i like the sound of that it's so great and the way this person wrote the article was just really funny so i recommend everybody go read it and then the other one i used was warhistoryonline.com okay. but that's it that's my story that it was kind of short but that's intense it feels really short so sorry about that no <laughs> it's fine it's easier to do shorter ones anyways but um oh my god could you could you, you you wouldn't have done anything different. I feel like I would have probably stopped skiing long enough to maybe take my gloves off and pull out like a single pill. Yeah. But then it he might have died at any point. Yeah, I I think I think the drugs is what saved him. Yeah. Ultimately, I mean, maybe if he hadn't gotten left behind by his troop, yeah. then he might have. I but I don't know if they survived. I didn't see anything about whether they survived. Yeah. So they might not have even lived. They might not have known he was anywhere far behind them either. They might have just... Yeah. Where's Imo? I don't know. I, I don't, Where's the last time you saw him? Yeah, and that's the thing is, like, none of it... Like, I said he was starting to fall behind, but they didn't say, like, if he'd fallen behind or, like, how far behind or if they were even all together anyway. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. Because I figured, like, a gaggle of skiers is easier to find than, like, if they're a little bit more spread out. Right. And it was only a few of them that had made it away from the from being surrounded anyway. That's crazy. But yeah, I just... Now, did he ever have a problem with drugs later on in life, do you know? I didn't see anything about that. Because amphetamines are super addictive, and I'm wondering if he, like, because of how much he took, he had maybe withdrawals? He... Pr- I'm assuming he would have had some kind of withdrawal. Okay. And I'm assuming he would have been in the hospital for quite a long time. But, yeah. But a full recovery, that's... But Pretty he impressive. did make a full, and he lived to seventy-two years old. Did he get a like a, an award or something? No, <laughs> a war hero. Not, award? I don't think so. I didn't see anything about that. Uh, but I'm giving him an award now. Yeah, from our hearts. I just, know. Just for surviving. <laughs> in the in the most creative way you could survive. Yeah. Good for him. Can you imagine though? I would. I feel like I would just die from one pill. Like I would just keel <laughs> over and die. I think at that point. Can you imagine the anxiety attack that would bring on. I I would probably take the whole thing in a YOLO moment 
where I was like, if I'm going to die, I don't want to die suffering from the cold. Like, I'd rather be high as fuck and then die. Yeah, there you go. So or, like, or getting shot from the enemy. Yeah. Or getting captured by the enemy, even worse. I think freezing to death is, like, a big fear of mine. Freezing to death is not a good way to go. No. Yeah, maybe just getting high as fuck and then Yeah, and then letting nature over. take me. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that would be a good way to go. But then if, if I had the, the sheer fucking nerve of IMO surviving it all and right? eating a bird and like can you imagine though like let's say the rest of his his group was like with him and uh-huh. they, he took these pills and then he just starts tripping and they're like emu emu what's wrong what are you doing <laughs> what are you doing <laughs> and then he just keels over and they're like oh he's dead <laughs> Yeah, because you don't want to, like, take his body because then it slow you down. Yeah, I mean, you can't really do much in that point. I watched a lot of war movies recently, so I feel like I'm an expert. You're super pro. Thanks, I watched 1917. I don't know what that is. That's, like, up for Oscars. It was, eh, it was not, it was okay. It wasn't an Oscar-worthy movie? I think it's probably going to win, but I wasn't, like, Boo. super into it. Oh, it, that's the one with the, like big cinematography pan yes. shots and like the cinematography is good but it was just kind of slow and yeah war movies are we know what happened i don't know i mean i watched saving private ryan the next day and that was not that slow i don't i'm not a big fan of war movies i'm not i, think I don't either. like to be reminded i'm not really either but um i'm trying to fill in some gaps i have random gaps of movies that i haven't seen like i never saw Shaw. Shawshank Redemption. That's a good one. Yeah. So I'd never seen that and I never saw Saving Private Ryan. Like that was another big one. Um, so we've been watching them like okay. every like every other week or whatever we've been watching one. It was so funny when we watched Shawshank though because I knew it was a prison break movie and I'm just sitting there yeah. waiting. I'm like when do they break out of prison? And I thought they both broke out of prison. Like when does this happen? I know they tunnel out because I've heard all the jokes. But then I But totally, then when it does happen you're like oh Oh my god. Yeah, but then I didn't get got because I was like, they make you think he's going to commit suicide, but I knew mm. he's not committing suicide. He's escaping, and I know that the tunnel is behind his poster. <sighs> so that's a problem with watching movies that are so, like... Old. <laughs> well, not just old, but, like, popular in, like, meme media. Yeah, or, like, joke or joke. Me- yeah. yeah. I think I saw something, like, on, like on The Simpsons or something. Yeah, mm-hmm. So, like, I knew the things, but I, I didn't know that it wasn't just a prison. Like, I thought it was all about them escaping prison. That's all, nice. like, two, both of them. No, that's a good one. Have you seen The Green Mile? Yeah. Yeah. That that's another good. really good one. Yeah, that one's really good. Fried Green Tomatoes? Oh, yeah. I'm going to list off all you, of my favorites. You, you made me watch Fried Green Tomatoes, and then it became one of my favorite movies. It's so good. At the old Adam's house. Oh, my gosh. It's so good. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, that's what I've been doing lately. But um, watching all these war movies, I just, I feel like... Oh, by the way, guess what's on Netflix? What? To Wong Fu. Oh, I know. They just put it on there. If y'all have never watched To Wong Fu, go Do to it. Netflix and watch it. Do it. It's not a war movie. It can be no. considered a war movie. It's a, it's war a of class the war movie. <laughs> it's very good. Yes. Um, no, this they should make a movie about IMO. I know, I feel like that'd be a good movie. And they could go either way. It could be really dramatic or it could be comedic. You know, like, um, I want Taika Waini yeah. to do it. Yeah, oh exactly. It could he be, would make it hilarious. It could be either way. Yeah. yeah. It's like uh, men, men Who Stare at Goats. 
Yeah. I'm going to do that. Uh, the pro- the actual government project that they did. Mm-hmm. That's going to be an episode eventually. But, Kenzie, I like your story. Thank you. That was very fun. We did it, guys. I've actually been telling everybody this story. Like, everyone at work. You should just make them listen to the I, podcast. I, I do. I mean, I tell them all to listen to it, but then I wrote this one while I was at work, so I was really excited about it after I finished it, as I had to tell them. And they were like, wait, is this real? Because by the way you're telling it, I can't tell. <laughs> and yeah. I, was like, I was like, no, it's real. Super and they're like, real. but it's so funny. And I was like, this is why you should listen to my podcast. <laughs> Half of the th- I would say majority of the things that we talk about seem so unreal, but they're real. Wait till my next episode. Oh, <laughs> Okay, something right. to look forward to. Kenzie, yeah. where can't they find us? Uh, online. Okay. The internet. If you go all to right. our website, all of the web- other information's yes. there. Um, but no, we're on Facebook. You just search Into the Rabbit Hole Podcast. We have a page and a group that you can join. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, we're on in- Instagram and Twitter. Our handle is rabbit hole underscore pod. Our website is into the rabbit hole dot podcast dot com. No. Oh. <laughs> into the rabbit hole dash podcast.com. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. And our email is into the rabbit hole dot podcast at gmail.com. Boom. And that's it. That's it. You'll you can find us. We also have a Patreon if you're feeling in the mood. Yes. Um, it will help us get a better audio recording uh program. Yeah. So you guys, if that's your jam, hit us up. Um on to the next episode? Yes. Okay, bye. Bye.